from the Bristol Herald Courier, I'm Delina Matthews, and this is On the Record. Schools are preparing to start the fall session following a spike in bus crash-related injuries last year in southwest Virginia and northeast Tennessee. Tennessee Highway Patrol Trooper Robert Willis is responsible for inspecting buses in Sullivan County. He checks each bus to make sure they can safely transport students to and from school. Willis and Sergeant Nathan Hall spoke with the Bristol Herald Courier at the Central Buses Garage in Blountville about school bus safety and what all goes into keeping buses safe for students. When these red lights come on, red and amber lights come on, they're supposed to slow down and expect the bus to stop at the parent stop. Not wait till the arms all the way out, you know, before they stop. They need to start to beginning to stop knowing that they're going for a school bus. But a lot of people, you know, these buses have to be on those routes for reason for children. It's a level one inspection that we would do on a commercial vehicle as well. There's just a few extra things that we check on these buses. They check the defrost, the lighting, horn. They'll check your wiper blade, high speed and low speed wiper blades. They'll check all the windows. The emergency exit has to be labeled on the outside of the bus. Uh, even though you can't open this from the outside of the bus. But it's got to be, he checks all the hatches when the alarms will go off. And since this bus was manufactured before 2005, this is an 03 actually, so it does not require a child reminder as alarm that is now required on school buses if it's built after 2005 or later. So this does not have that. Nor does it have a backup beeping sound because it was manufactured before 2005. Right. right. It's not so, required, but some of them do have it. Right. Some of them do have it, but it is not required. Seat belts are not required on them. Robert checks these buses twice a year as long as their speeds are paid. But it's the main stability of the bus that is the overall integrity of their safety because these buses are built like tanks. I mean, there's no other safer place to be in a crash than on the bus because mm-hmm. it's a safe, it's a safe place. It's very, very built, and strong, and sturdy, very sturdy. But we try to remind, we, we try to remind the drivers. I know that Robert and Vernon they teach their angle service. Help teach the bus driver to, you know, keep the kids on. And, versus a submersion or a fire, God forbid. But keep them on the bus. Don't just get them out in the middle of the road where the cars going by. Keep them on the bus till the trooper gets there, so we can safely secure the scene. The biggest threat is the stop arm. People blowing a stop arm. That's the biggest threat. With the whole thing. That's the biggest thing. We've tried to we put out several safety messages on our social media accounts across the state. All people who didn't hurry, they're on their cell phone, they're on their devices. Or, we were talking about it earlier with Johnny and the mechanic that, you know, people won't scrape their frost off their windshield. They'll scrape a little hole. I mean, you know, that, that compromises the driver's vision. That saves a lot of their vehicle, especially watching out for the school bus. Some children don't have uh, rock flows or reflectors, nor are they required to. But if they're standing out by a school bus, you know, some stops are right on the road. Some kid, and, and the thing that we worry about is when a kid has to cross the road to get on the bus, sometimes they have no other choice. That's what they have to do. That's very dangerous. So, you know, that's something. The stop arm is the main thing. When them amber lights and them red lights kick on, they need to start slowing down to stop. That's the main thing that we want people to understand because that's our biggest threat to sprinkle blow that stop arm. But these buses are built just like tanks. You have no problem with that. It's a very safe vehicle. Um, they wouldn't put the kids on them if it was. But that's the safest vehicle to have on the road for a child when we drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I don't know if you have this answer, but what's the most common cause of a school bus crash? Robert, do you know? Well, now, I, 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 I know 
According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the number one cause of crashes is driver error or aggressive driving behavior. It's yes. 66 percent, yes. which, which indicates a due care or falling improperly, mm -hmm. and distracted driving is in that as well. So aggressive driving is that? Would you say that's fair? Uh, yeah. uh, with the school buses, well, let's say with school buses too. They they got a little bit added feature. They've got an automatic distraction in the bus. So how many buses do you inspect? Last year I inspected it. Uh, well, I did. Bus inspection. I, I do well over 700 buses. Spot checks, uh, annual inspections, daycares, and class two inspections. These between him and Vernon Thomas that inspect these buses, they have never. I can't remember ever since I've been their supervisor for two and a half years. They've never had an overdue bus inspection yet, which is phenomenal. If we do have one, it's by error. It's by error by like somebody not typing in their taxes that they paid on their. Uh, well, what is it they send to Curly Jackson? Oh, well, they did the extended use. Extended use, where they have to pay to have that done. So they'll get the lives. payment in, and also the payment will come in like the last day we can expect them, and we're all here doing something else. Now, they sent it in, but we just didn't get processed in time. So time. It would come, so, come up like that. So right. we've had a few like that, but it's just nature of the beast. So, but other than that, we. Me and Bernie keep pretty tight. They do. That's the procrastination. They do so all the time. Once they're inspected, they have a sticker. Is that the yeah. They'll either get something like that. They'll either get one of these for the extended use. Which what I'll do is I'll punch them. There's a you know extended use suspension. What we do is we'll punch out when it expires. Like every six months, mm -hmm. I'll punch out 20. Right now, where I'm going in July, I'll punch out 20 January. So in January, by the end of January, that bus has to be inspected again. Versus the newer buses. The newer buses, which is once a year. Like if I do, uh, let's say I was an annual bus, I'll come in here and I inspect it in July. I'll punch out July 19. I'll punch out the year I do it. So mm -hmm. it's good for that till 2020 season. Okay. So, yeah, and these are a controlled items. So yeah. we, we sign these up from Nashville. They're signed okay. to me. They're, they're assigned to him, and I, yeah. I pick them up and I'll sign them out to Vernon. Vernon will get them from Nashville, and it's got the control number, so it's not. That number is assigned to me. Right. So if they pull this up, and let's say uh, you go in there and they want to who's done the inspection, you can pull. There's several ways you can find out. You can get in the system, and it tells you who's done the inspection, or you can pull it, get the sticker number right here, and it'll tell you who it was assigned to. You can go from there. Where do they normally put those? On these, the well, yeah, we, these are right, right there. Okay. Yeah. These go here on the bumpers, and then we put like we find a safety violation that needs to be fixed before the bus can continue on. And it's like as soon as he fixes the universal bump back there, and I'll, be, I'll come back over here and I'll look and see that it's been replaced and fixed. I'll put this. I take that sticker out of the window. I'll put this sticker on the bumper, and then six months later, I come back and do it all over again. So it's just a good time. When, when is the school district's uh, bus drivers, when are they required to report an accident that they've been involved with? Whether they're with kids or not. Just like a car crash. They're supposed to be reported. Not only are they they're supposed to report it to the police, they also got to report it to me. Because I have to come out and inspect the school bus to see if it's still safe or if it's got any uh, defects that would cause it to be unsafe as far as snag heads or trees and whatever. How long does it normally take you to inspect each bus? It'll vary. This in here has took us about what, 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's on average. It depends on uh, how much stuff we find. It can go anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Sometimes even over an hour. I'll call over just, again. Depending on what we find. 
because when I find stuff, I call the mechanic on it. We address the issue, and he looks at it, and because I don't fix them, and then he makes a note, and that's what he's doing now, or in his yoke and stuff like that, right there, so they can get it, because they got to get them up and run as fast as they can. So, but it just varies on that, depending on what we find loose. If we find seats loose, if we find. Uh, it's like when we get on the inside, we shake them and turn, and you know, if we find any kind of seat issues, then we address it right then. We don't, I just don't go, okay, we address that issue, and then we'll move on from that point on, and just keep moving on until we find other issues. And that way, we address them all right then and there. How often do we put the bus drivers to the inside? That's just once a year. They have to, what it is, is each school year they have to attend at least a four hour class uh, to keep the Test endorsement on the driver's And they've got from August until about June 11th is when we shut off teaching classes at the court. And then we got a new uh, uh, downgrade class, which we offer in July. That's your last chance to keep your S endorsement. And if you don't take it, they pull the S endorsement off the driver's line. We used to, in the past, you'd have people that would get S endorsement and they would keep it for 30 years and never get it or removed from the driver's class. Now, if you don't attend this class, they will remove it the next following year, regardless. They'll send you a letter. If you don't take the class, they pull your S endorsement instantly. Then when they pull your S endorsement, you have to go through everything again to get it put back on your license. The testing, road testing, 099. Do you normally do the in-service classes? I do the in-service classes too. Okay. I, I inspect them, teach the drivers, and Highway Patrol and a Highway Patrol in between. <laughs> so it's very, very busy. These are the guys you don't hear a lot on the radio. Yeah. Or like me and my lieutenant, since we're all that division, it's me and Lieutenant Garrison, him, Travis Eggers, who's the new entry trooper, and then Vernon Thomas. Yeah. And you don't hear us a lot on the radio, but at the same time, we're probably more busier than a road trooper because we have stuff scheduled every single day. Yes. We're me and Lieutenant Garrison to the PIO, so we're 24-7. I mean, it's all night long, every day. See, that's like as soon as I get done here, right. I've got to go to another company over here where I found some unsafe violations and their inspections, and they've got to fix. They want me to come back over so they can put their buses back on the road because they can't drive them until I track a sticker out there. Are all the buses, I guess, in this district? Your bus companies or any government ran ones, I guess. The only one that's got a contract bus is Southern County. Oh, okay. That's the only one. Washington County runs their own. Now, Southern County does have some of their own buses that they own, and it's the smaller buses, the Class A buses. Mm -hmm. uh, they own those, but the big buses they contract out. Okay. You got several contractors here in Southern County. And I mean, like Bristol City, they got some little buses, but Holton Bus contracts the big buses through the city. So even the city has contracting buses. So, but Tulsa County is the only one that has contracts. Washington County, Carter County, Johnson County, Unicorn County, they all own their own buses. For some reason I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> no, no. So, okay. I hope I cleared up some of them. Yeah, any more questions? It's a lot easier when you ask me questions because I can answer them a lot. So I'll ask you. He's very knowledgeable. Not only does he do the Highway Patrol and saturation days and special uh, enforcement days when he has time other than school bus inspections, yeah. which is his number one priority, he's also an adjunct fire instructor, like I said. So starting yeah. this year, we're going to put our troopers through rounds of fire to give them additional training.
training besides the insurgents once a year, and him and uh, Trooper Ryan Brackett out of Hinefoot County, they're going to be doing that for the district. In all eight districts, we got adjunct instructor down, which we never had before. Right. So that gives our troopers more deadly force training that we, we, we want them to have, and it's it's, it's an awesome deal. And he did really good, so he out tested out some of them, and he, he got that he got that position. I think that it's yeah, well, now you did. Don't be modest. You did. We're proud of it. But uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of that stuff. I enjoy it. Uh, teaching and everything else like that right there. I, mean, I enjoy the classes because they say I'm a little different than the rest of them. I'm a little interactive. <laughs> yep. But it's I enjoy doing this. Because, uh, well, my daughter just graduated. So the way I do school bus inspections, if I wouldn't let my daughter ride it, I wouldn't let your daughter or son ride it. He worries about the road troopers and everybody that's kind of newer. But our division is all seasoned people. They've been doing it for years and years. Yeah. And he don't. He always thanks us and, and he, he thanks our lieutenant. We don't have to worry about you guys. We know you guys have got it. You're doing what you're doing. He don't even ask where we're at half the time because we're in, he knows we're. Plus we have calendars. We can share calendars yeah. on our Microsoft Outlook. And we know we're we're in different counties every day. On the Record is made possible by David Cricker, Delana Matthews, David McGee, Nate Hubbard, and Tim Hayes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.